Joe? Hello. How you doing? <laughs> Joe is the most awake person in this room as the only person in this room. Oh Unger? Yes, Boogie. So okay, Unger's, uh, Unger's pretty uh, doing good. Like, hey, you know what? What? How big do you think a dick would have to be before it like, literally can't fit in my mouth anymore? Or, or Fucking what? Or, are like, we talking length or girth? Girth. Okay, the length, is, there is a limit, but girth, how big do you actually think it would have You mean be? for your mouth? How big of a dick can you fit in your mouth? Yeah, because I've seen pictures of chicks with these just fucking monsters. Are you just, are you just, are you concerned about this for yourself? I am concerned Do you feel future. insecure about the size of your mouth? Or, or and I'd be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> bro. Dick too big. Are you saying you have a big mouth? Hey! hey. <laughs> you! I'm curious. Kathy? What? Why don't we find out? On this special <laughs> Valentine's Day episode of Perverted Podcast. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite Everybody. lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. <laughs> this is such an underwhelming Valentine's Day. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the sexy, kinky lifestyle and Kathy's mouth-stretching perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of Joe. In front of basically. Joe. Hello, Joe. <laughs> How are you doing? What do you know? I'm Kathy. <laughs> I am Cal Boogie and Unger's over there. Hi, Unger's. You know, we should have. We, why don't we do that? What? Why don't we, we do what? It should be. I'm Kathy. I'm Boogie. I'm Unger. Unger, would you like to add that in? You're going to ask. I think he no. needs to start. <laughs> well, I think you don't have a choice. And you All right, have to let's start practice. Doing let's it. practice. All right. Hello and welcome, Perver. Recording live from the Threshold Live in North Hollywood, California. Perverts. Hi, Perverts. I'm Kathy. Wait, I go? I God, I go. no, you go. <laughs> I finished because I start the show. Oh, this is so fine. Okay. I'm Kathy. It's I'm Unger, and, and I'm Count Boogie. That was awful. <laughs> that was completely we suck, completely edit worthy. Well, only 141 shows in, and, and we're, we're just now getting we're Unger. Just, to we're say just his name. <laughs> figuring out stuff. <laughs> it's been that kind of week, Kathy. Our van. Uh, this is it. This was the big Valentine's Day show. This is the Valentine's that Day we had show. planned on, and uh, guess what? We, g- guess it uh, failed uh, incredibly. As uh, Joe is the only one here. <laughs> Joe's uh, Joe's our sweetie. Joe, you're our sweetie for the day. That's, Joe, why don't you just sit in the chair and be the guest host for tonight? You should. You've never guest hosted. Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, our pleather of leather. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means. I was trying to find some rhymed, clever rhyme. All. Our pleathering, leathering Joe, the guy in the chair. Just put those headphones on. Just put those headphones on right behind you. Valentine's Day failure show. Is this the, we'll is this the, the show where we start yelling at Joe to talk into the mic? Y- yeah, Joe, you know, just scoot that. Just put it <laughs> right there. Look at that. Thank Don't you, move. Joe. Yes, stay right there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're here. Well, it was supposed to be all this excitement and, you know, Bunny and Mew. We're going to do a double-ended dildo thing at the end. Then the two gonna be, bitches had the nerve. Had the nerve. Like, Bunny had to, you know, went on vacation out of town and Mew had something at the... Uh, for her research stuff that you she know. does, and I'm like, it's valid. That, and I'm like, so uh, 
So Kathy, or you know, you want to grip, <laughs> you want to hop on the table with me and do a double-ended no. dildo. No. <laughs> How about you and Joe? No. How about if we get some duct tape together and we just do a quad? I love our listeners. You, me, Unger, and Joe. I'll just double ended. Limit to what I will do. No. Yeah, let's party. (laughs) Joe's down. Unger, what do you think? Sure, why not? Sure, why not? Unger's Unger's I'm starting to get a little scared. I am very scared. (laughs) Be afraid. Be very afraid. But apparently, we're going to stretch your mouth at the end of the show and oh. see how much dick you can take in your mouth. Why don't we talk about uh, MKV coming up this coming MKV, Saturday. MKV, my kinky valentine, the college kinky uh, here at uh, Threshold. Unger! Yes, Boogie? Uh, what's going on this weekend at uh, my kinky valentine? At my kinky valentine, this is our educational um, 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 fundraising event for the year. So we have lots of classes. Classes all day. Six hours of classes with multiple classes going on at any time. Um, Many of them repeated through the day, so if you don't make it at... One o'clock. So it's like some basics. You're teaching cigar play. Yeah, this is most. This is actually one on one stuff. Um, It's not designed for you know advanced advanced stuff for couples. It's a Valentine's Day thing, so couples can come. Basics for couples who are just coming into the scene, Um, or if you're experienced coming in maybe with somebody new. uh, It's good for it's good for getting them involved. Lots of taster booths. Lots of taster booths. So it'll be like class and taster booth on a subject and then we'll switch subjects and then class and taster booth and we'll switch back and then the most amazing raffle in the world yeah and yeah, our and our awesome raffle yes uh, which so which, for uh, all of you that are in the uk right now you just uh hop on know, a plane just hop on a fucking plane and get down to threshold because it's going to be bumping on uh, but if you're in the area on saturday come on over yeah but if you are in the area it's always a fun day and, and of course uh, and then there's a party uh, after, after that and boogie and i are teaching orientation we are Let's doing orientation i teach uh, we teach orientation uh Twice with the bird loving Carlos, myself and Kathy, and uh, and that should uh, that's I think always Carlos interesting. had dark hair when I did my orientation. No, wow, that was a long hair. time ago. You are nine hundred years old. Actually, I, my first orientation was before Carlos was doing it, which scares me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's even funnier is I got a dildo stuck to the top of my little amplifier, and every time I talk I to Unger, it's like that. wiggling. I thought it was like so, like with my bad vision, I just see this wiggling dildo next to your head. And if I wiggle it enough, I can smack you in the face with it, and that gets awkward. Oh! <laughs> so, so real quick on the, um, there's now a bet going for how big a uh, cock you can take in your mouth in the chat. In the oh chat room? Oh, my gosh! <laughs> so we're going by circumference, just okay. so you know. Well, I need to is. get bigger dildos for Kathy to try. <laughs> I got the flavored condoms for and you. And I appreciate that. And because uh, and Bunny loves them. Like Bunny, it's like a thing now. Yeah, She's I like, can I? I'm not gonna like. Can I have the? Uh, well, they're just like a tint. It's it's not like you know like true banana oil flavor. I think it's more like a, just right. a nice, better than smelly dick kind of taste. I don't know. What kind I of haven't, dick I haven't, are you getting around? Well, they're not smelly if I, someone is. If they're clean, I sp- I'm sure I've heard lots of stories have you of from guys going. Well, I mean, there's women that. Uh, that uh, don't shower, you know, sometimes you run around the day and like, oh, you know, and you're like, ah, okay, go for it. And then you're like, ah, uh, yeah. I, all right, let's move yeah, on to yeah. else, please. Yeah, we're going to put a clean dildo in your mouth <laughs> okay. with a flavored condom on it. Why so do I bring going, this shit up? We're man. going to just find out how big, of a, the show. How big yeah. of a cock can you take I'm in your mouth. I'm all for the show, that's for Doing sure. Doing pretty good. Uh, let's see, what's uh, we got failed role play with Mew again. What? You can't. 
ever seem to get this shit right? She tries. She's not a role play person. Did she just start it's, laughing? No, it was kind of <laughs> like this time. Well, when I first met Mew, I was with Abyss and we were at Threshold and it was like a slow party. I forget, like a midweek party or something. And then one of our friends uh, came up and she said, hey, um, I I have this friend and she's really nice and she needs someone to play with. And I told her that you were good to play with. Uh-oh. So Mew just got handed to us. Literally, I remember it very clearly because Abyss looked down the hall and saw Mew coming up. And she just looked. She just looked down the hall because it was empty. There was almost nobody there. She sees this cute girl coming down the hall, and she just looks in at me, and she goes, "Dibs." Oh my! <laughs> and that God. was my introduction to Mew because I'm like, "Oh, I think she's really cute. That she oh must be really God. cute." That's funny. So, uh, so she, we never had like. She's like, I've been watching you for three years, shark on these girls, you know, because I'm like the super predator. Uh, inside, but I'm an honest. But we'll talk about that in another show. A lot of people are uh, labeling me as a, as a negative predator, no. and, they, and they can suck a bag of dicks. That's right, because I'm. Can. I tell you exactly what I am up front, so that's an ethical predator. But she's like, I've been watching you shark and predator on these girls for a long time, and and you know, but I never got sharked on, you know. So she wanted to do this role play where she would actually. I had a scene uh, with someone set up, just a a, a nice little scene. And uh, she was going to show up literally after, you know, usually she comes here. She practically lives here. Um, and she was going to show up and then pretend I didn't know her. And she was just going to kind of peek in on the scene. And we were going to make little eye contacts at each other. And and then it was going to, like, develop. And I was going to pick up on her and, you know, talk to her and kind of do the newbie thing. No, and no, no. It started here. Was the here's the problem, Kathy? Okay, what's the problem? See, because she had an expectation for the role play, and and people who aren't very experienced in role plays, this is a mistake that happens. Is you have a specific because I've had this with Bunny, I've had this with a number of people I've role played with. Is that you you put an expectation in your head? This is how my role play is going to go. But there's another person involved in the role play. There's a certain amount of flexibility where in acting. It's not just reading a script and waiting for the other person to fill in the lines. The idea of real acting is that you interact with somebody. And if they do something that's organically different than your script, the goal is is that you then react as you would react. So it's better, it's smarter to think of it as improv than role playing. It's, I mean, you can have a direction and here's our backstory and, and so forth and like that. But you have to understand that sometimes... Things are a little different than what you have in your head, especially if you don't tell me right. exactly what's in your head, <laughs> right. which I've had you know problems with. Because um, sometimes if things go different, I'm into role play and I do it, but I'm also I kind of try to be a little more in the moment. And and in that moment, she had all these rapey expectations that I was just going to totally perv shark on her and get her pants off and do horrible things to her. But I had just had a play scene with someone that we used to be lovers with, but now has a relationship. So there's an incredible amount of restrictions on the type of play I can do with this person. So there's no kissing. There's no touching of the vaginas. It's, you know, there's no biting. Uh, you know, there's... There's a lot of things. So I had to I was in a completely different mindset. I had to go like to the to the almost count boogie virginal headspace to remember don't you know, because it's someone I'm very attracted to, but I want to respect their boundaries and whatever. So I was in that headspace still. 
So when we did the meeting thing, I was now in um, the nicer boogie um, shark mode. To where you were in restricted mode. I was in restricted mode to where I'm going to talk and I'm going to get to know you and I'm going to find out things and I'm not going to push the sexual agenda. And I have those moments depending on the person. When you see that someone's... There's people that walk in the dungeon and within three sentences, you know they're down to fuck. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna monopolize on that and let them monopolize back on me. But then there's the people who you can see they're new, they're scared, they don't you know. So I went in with this headset, and then she got kind of you know she got a, she didn't like that because she had this other thing, and so it was kind of like eh, and then we did some stuff and you know the play scene I did with both of them, and I did some cupping, and and she was like, yeah, that was great. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like I was expecting you to rape me, but cupping was really nice. <laughs> I would have liked the rape. I'm like, ouch, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So <laughs> that's pretty funny. So that's so I hate fucked her at the end of the night. Um, oh, that's good. I hate did. fucking is good. It did. And uh, like and it. that she really liked, uh, you know, because she was being kind of, you know, she was really upset and whatever. And I was. You know, in this other mode, and so I came out of it, and then just uh, hate fucked her, and and, and then she, all was good. Yeah, and then and then she's like, "How do you feel?" Like literally, she, it must the intention must have come across because she said, "How did you feel about that?" I go, "How did you feel about it?" She's all, "I loved it. I thought it was fucking hot. It was the rapiness that I needed." And I said, "Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm glad you liked it." And so uh, once again, wow. Role so play. you and Unger—that's weird. Both had uh, some weirdness uh, going on. Unger, you had some weirdness. I. I it, it was weird for me. Uh oh. Well, that's saying something. As I gotta put this dildo down because <laughs> <laughs> I can't take hunger seriously. Well, like, you, can you ever? With a, <laughs> you know how like when you hold your fingers up and you're like, I'm pinching yes, your I'm head. I'm pinch- your head. <laughs> I'm like, I'm whacking your face with a dildo, and I don't have that <laughs> that level of disrespect or or uh, dynamic with hunger. So no, please, please hunger, so. continue. <laughs> so I was doing a. Uh, uh, Cell popping, fire or micro branding taster at uh, Club Awakening over the weekend, which is a club designed for right. new people in the cake. And uh, we were working. We 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 were doing this from nine until one thirty, and we had people constantly in front of us, constantly right. wanting to do this. Right. Now this is permanent. This is branding. This is permanent. Some of these people had heard of this process. 15 minutes prior and they're getting in line to do it. Oh. Right. And this is kind of, I mean... And so you're letting them know. I'm letting them know. It's like, hey, this is permanent and it doesn't always come out well and it could keep Lloyd. I don't know how your skin works. You do. This is up to you. Wow. Are you sure? I mean, I'm, t- I'm literally trying to talk them out of doing this. <laughs> good, I'm good. to do it. Um, but we had people just lining up and, and some people come back two or three times. Oh, wow. But this was just a taster booth, right? But it's still branding. Yeah, you're yeah. still. Permanent. So you were just putting yeah. like a couple dots in well, there. Well, no, no, or? no. They, they wanted, they, they got the couple of dots and they came back for, oh, now I want a picture. Oh, wow. right. Now <laughs> I want a kitty. I want a moon. I want a I want a moon. Kitty. I want a star. I want a heart. I want a kitty. I want, I want something else. I want a pitchfork. I want something. So where are you, where do you, where do you draw the line? Where are your ethics come in and go? Uh, I'm not going to do I- this. If I tell them five times, this is permanent. You are going to scar. This may go bad. I cannot control. I don't know how you're going to take care of it. I'm telling you how to take care of it, but I don't know if you're going to follow that. Uh, you know, it's kind of like going to a tattoo artist. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you, let, you, you let people make their decisions. The, you let them make their decision, and some people do get tattoos last minute. Go, I want that on the wall. Same now are they thing. drunk? No, they don't okay. allow alcohol at this party okay, at all. Okay, good. 
And it was, we wow. didn't start for an hour and a half into the party. So even if they drank before they came in, they, they're they sobering up. By okay, this I, think, I think you've done your due diligence I, I, yeah, I agree. at letting people. But it does uh, seem weird. I and some of them, and some of them may, not, may not have visible scarring, but it leaves. Scarring's there. Yeah, you there's just may something. Not see it. Yeah. Wow. And you know what? You know, I wouldn't it's, be. It's I'm risk, sorry, I wouldn't. Yeah, risk aware consensual. You know, routine. I get it, but for me personally, and I don't care. If you fuck up, it, I feel like it's on me. So I would walk away. I don't know that I would have the ner- guts to do it like Unger does. I think, nah, I'm, I'm with Unger. I mean, I don't do a lot of scarring, you know, intentionally on people, but when they, kn- you, at some point, you really have to let them know they want this. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. There were, I guess I there were, this I is think, something that an did, adult wants. There's yeah. nobody you did allowed. You all your due diligence. Yeah, and, I mean, there were a couple of times where, where they were trying to decide where they wanted it, and it took for a while, and as and are both looking at each other like, I think we're not going to do you tonight. Oh, yeah. that's good. That, I like Cause, hearing cause that. You, if you can't decide, we're yeah, not yeah. going to, yeah, yeah. to do this. We're not going to rush you. Right. Find us. We'll do it later. That's Just, good. Yeah, if you're This is why you want people like Unger doing it because at least he knows what the fuck he's doing and he knows when to walk people away. enough times i mean because i do the downplaying too like with fire play and stuff like i have people run up to me and they're like oh you do fire play i've heard about your fire play blah 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 fire i want you to probably me fire. do you know about fire play yeah i not not really um do you know it can burn you yeah yeah, yeah you know and they're literally like i'm now i'm now reverse negotiating because they're yeah. completely sold on the process because they've seen a picture of it where it looks cool yeah. And 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 at that point, you just you you try to talk them out of it a little bit, and then after that, you're like, "Fuck it, I know what I'm doing. Get the fuck on the table." Yeah, you know. But and if it doesn't work out, you you know, I'm not hoping that it doesn't work out. You know, I'm not. I'm going to do my my damnedest yeah, to I, make sure. Yeah, you know, I, I was going. I had my headlight, my, you know, my headlamp on so I can get a good look at it. If the lighting wasn't right for them, um, you know, I'd, I'd start like a couple dots. And like, are you still sure? Yeah. Okay. How yeah, are you have you done that? Yeah, I think that's, you're right. that's that's responsible, wow. and it allows adults to make their own decisions. So, if you ever see Unger at an event, you know you the know. dude knows what he's doing. Damn I, it! I don't. <laughs> he's all no. <laughs> that's don't say that. Don't tell anyone. Oh, whatever. Uh, okay, adaptic technology. Oh my god. Uh oh. <sighs> what did you blow up? What did we kill now. I didn't blow up anything. Uh, this is why I. I <sighs> So I've spent a lot of money. I'm a janitor. I don't make a lot of money. But I am so dedicated. Okay, so first off, we have a new website for both Zooaband.com, our little, uh, my band with the girls, and then, of course, Perverted Podcast has a new uh, site on Wix. Every page is optimized for search engine optimization, the 30,000 pages that I that I made. Um, it looks better. It works better. Um, you know, and I so... That was a lot to learn because the GoDaddy website builder just sucked ass and uh, and just wasn't getting us on the search engine. So um, I did that, and so I'm like in that mode where now I'm learning another thing that I don't know. And this whole time I've been building up towards um, starting my journey in electronic music, you know, which is pretty much all music uh, now has some level of industrial electronic it's programmed whatever and i've been writing songs for 30 years i'm like it's it's time i because i hear things in my head i want to write this type of music either certain types of music like our bjork station on pandora like all that kind of mellow girly like soothing electronic kind of stuff i hear that in my head but these programs are are tough to learn 
So I finally found the program uh, that a lot of people use, thousands of people use, um, FL Studio, uh, Fruity Loops or whatever. There's a bunch that, that, that people use. And so I finally saw enough reviews. This one's good for retards. I'm a retard. Let's <laughs> get this one. And I, and, but Kathy, let me tell you something. You open this thing up and it's like, oh, you're going to med school. Here's some physics. I don't even know basic math. Like I am so behind the curve on anything technological. But are you enjoying yourself? Well, at least there's there. No, I'm I'm in in hell. Um, <laughs> but I understand what I've always done is my fear has always stopped me from taking the adventure that I want to take. Sometimes you got to get your ass kicked while you're training to run in this race. And that may take a long time. And you got to keep your eye on the goal. The goal is, is the ideas, the electronic ideas in my head in front to where people can listen, to where I can start making more music stuff on perverted podcasts, more jingles, more funny stuff, more things like that. So I'm like, dude, you have to. And it's, I'm just riddled with fear and anguish because it's literally something that makes me feel stupid, that makes me feel inadequate, that makes me feel like I've made bad choices, that I didn't evolve at the right time because this stuff has been out for years. And I just said, I'm committing to this. If this takes however long it takes, I'm going to find whatever information I can find. I found all these you know, videos and stuff, and then that was a nightmare. And so I finally found um, you know, enough information that I think I have a path to learn this. And so I'm just – it's been insane because going from learning how to build the website on a new program, which was simple but you know, still fucks with my head – to go right into this, here's 10,000 knobs and buttons and plugins and how do you get this and that. It's been, it's been insane. But I will tell you, during this show, at some point, you're going to hear some shit from someone who has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> you're going to get the first taste. And, for, and we'll probably think it sounds cool. No, yeah. you yeah, won't. So. You really won't. Unger sure won't. Well, I'm, I'm with you with technology. I'm like, hammer good. That's it. You know? <laughs> Hammer's good. <laughs> Rock good. <laughs> but, at, but at some point, you, gotta, you understand that, that there's all cool. of these amazing machines and programs and things that actually are capable of giving you incredibly vast palettes of color that you can paint with, that you can create with. And I have been lacking in that for so long that I'm like, I know it's, it's hell, but I got to do it. And it's, so oh, that's scary. it's funny you guys said hammer because you were talking about industrial music. Yeah. It's kind of started that way with hammers and, and stuff. See? Like yes, they, Mountain. they were an early band that, that did this with beating on machinery and yeah. pipes and stuff. So wow. you See? can go back and do that. You can. I'll right. bring you, Joe, I'll hammer bring you good. in, I'll bring you in, and we'll give I'm you in. shit to hit with the Wait, hammer, th- this could be and fun. I'll make samples and loops. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Wow. We could actually right. do. <laughs> the we men are do. getting together. Perverted <laughs> podcast. Fire hammers. Fire in, industrial. <laughs> industrial. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, the reason I bring that up, because 424-226-2037, Kathy. Yes, it what is. What was that, is Four two four two two six twenty thirty seven is our actual voice message number that Kathy and I pictured that we were going to have all of these um, 
amazing people. Amazing just people. Just telling us amazing Yeah, giving stuff us ideas for questions. shows, asking, you know, not just questions, but like real questions, you know, things yeah. that, um, you know, that can help us create a better show for our listeners, right. more engaging conversations. And then I really hammered it last week, 424-226-2037. That's the number, our Google Voice number, that people can leave. And so I'm like, all right, I start rubbing my hands together. I go, this is going to be great. Kathy and I's work is going to just be done for us. People are going to give us some legitimate <laughs> content. And? Well, here's the first message I got. Hello, buggy. This is... Lois, oh God. you thought you fucking got rid of me, didn't you? You will never get rid of me, you fucking cunt. Ha, 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 ha. Horrible. So that's good. Okay, somebody was creative. <laughs> All right, so you that's... admit that. Yes, yeah. a Lois impersonation. <laughs> I kind of knew that was coming because they talked about it in the chat. Oh, <laughs> fucking chat. 424226 is the number that you can call to give us some deeper... Uh, you know, conversation tidbits, suggestions for the show, some love mail, and then, then this—I don't even know. She he, he called me unhinged. Then she turned her back. She said that I loved revenge. Then kicked me in the sack. <laughs> yeah, is that last? Yeah, that's last, and it was like <laughs> seventeen minutes. That's just a clip I took from the middle. Oh my god! Just, I can't just believe kept him. singing. Is he in there, Unger? That just none of that. He, he popped in, but he's not actually active tonight. He's working oh. on stuff. So that was good. I'm like, great. We're just moving right along. Four two four two two six twenty thirty seven. People are calling in, and then just finally, finally, some substance. Some actual substance, Kathy. I'm covered in butter right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. All up in me. All my creases oh have my God. butter. <laughs> All my insides have butter. <laughs> Just thinking about me some Kathy Love. I know who that is. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, she's so wet and hot for me. Oh, yeah. Mm, oh, oh, yep. The butter slipped down into my peepee hole. 424 226 2037. Creepy, I'm going to get you. Yeah, that's what I thought. But the good news is, Kathy, is I was able to take my vision and these, these fucked up fucking phone calls and for the first time in my life create this. I'm covered in butter right now. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm covered in butter right now. I'm covered in butter right now. I'm covered covered in butter right right now. I'm covered in butter right now. (laughs) I like it. Yep, Ladies and gentlemen, it. my first... Please <laughs> tell me you're going to have that for ringtones by tomorrow. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah, my ringtone. My first electronic music. Wow. <laughs> no idea. You're elevating <laughs> Creepy to a level he does not belong in. <laughs> so, uh... <Wow>. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's pretty funny. That's, uh, so this is what you get to hope for. Every week, hopefully, <laughs> I'll learn a little bit more about this program. Oh. And... Uh, Eventually, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's good though. I like it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, so what is non consensual? Like uh, I mean, we're just fucking whatever the show is. I don't know. We're still in potato, ma'am. You want to well, get yeah. out no, of here? No, let's do non consensual steak play because I want to hear that. That was fucking uh, Creative Explorer who he listen, he's normally a very ethical, oh no, trustworthy guy, <laughs> <laughs> unless there's an ice cream sandwich that he wants to hey, eat of instead course. of fucking you. That's right. Yeah, ice cream sandwiches. He had the nerve to take me to a really fancy steakhouse, very nice restaurant, and force me to eat a $50 piece of steak. <laughs> I will never forgive him Lucky. for that. What'd you say? Lucky. <laughs> you would think so, but he knows how he knows this fucks with I my just, head. He knows Every that bite was just... I'm just walking. I'm looking at my shirt going, I think I got a hole in my shirt. I'm walking in in jeans. Oh. I can't believe you're doing this to me. And he's all, I'm not going to give you the chance. I'm going to order a filet mignon for you. And that's You're going to eat it. Yeah. And it was the most delicious piece of steak <laughs> I've ever had. Excellent. And then I had a lovely, you know, chocolate cordial liqueur after. Right. And I mean, it was such a nice meal, but I'm... Talk about cognitive dissonance. I was like, I can't believe I let someone do that for me. I feel like I'm in debt now. This is horrible. Oh, but I... oh my God, the steak is so delicious. <laughs> it was. Uh, that's yeah. that's a good mind fuck. That is, isn't it right? That's, knowing you, you that, that is that's... a good mind fuck. I exactly. could never do that. I would have just yeah. got the fuck up and just said, nope. <laughs> not doing it. Oh, I pouted and complained the entire time. And he must have loved it. He said, that's steak. worth a hundred bucks right oh, there. Yeah, he does. Every time you pout, he goes, feel my, feel my cock. I'm really hard now. It's all because you're getting all pouty. Under well, the I table? Did you feel his I cock under the table? Well, he, you know. You no, did, didn't Sometimes, you? but not this time. Uh, okay, good. Yeah. Not at a fancy steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems What's fitting. What's the difference? I don't know. I just felt weird being in there. Table, hide. Table. <laughs> that's meat. true. There's <laughs> meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the meanest that's thing you've great. ever done to that's me. That's actually awesome. I actually love that. Just another day on Bad Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on Bad Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. I'm covered in butter right now. <laughs> Boy, you're a peace of mind. Please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. I'm trying not to regret the number. Why would you put Creepy's voice there? Now everyone's going to have him on a ringtone. I was because I, it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just I got to give it to him. You know, Disgusting. it's, it was, it's so creepy. Yeah. It's very so handy. what do we got? Let's get to a topic. Uh, you mean stop talking about us? <laughs> We're awesome. What? I know, we are. can't help it. It's not our fault that potato mayhem lasts 30 minutes. Shh. Okay. We have a post from Demanding Owner One. He wrote something called Don't Let the Bastards Wear You Down. He says, this writing was prompted by an announcement of a couple of new people in our local area announcing that they are pulling out of the scene because it's getting too nasty according to everything they see on FET. The vitriol is flowing like lava, hate is served as the hors d'oeuvres to the general discontent, and everyone are apparently either rapists or irresponsible idiots who brought their victimhood on themselves. <laughs> But if you examine your own situation, I think you will find that all of these things haven't changed your own risk profile one iota. 
If you didn't believe prior to the recent fit nastiness that any date was likely to either rape you or to falsely accuse you of rape, then you shouldn't believe so now. Fact is, going to some of your smaller local lunches, getting to know people who can vet for you to be safe calls, to mentor and give guidance, is probably still the best way you can improve your safety in the scene. So go to your munches, hang out with a pervert of your choice, meet people who will make excellent partners and friends. Sure, we have to improve consent, education, and adherence, and sure, we have to rid the scene of some predatory assholes, but neither of those goals are served by your withdrawing from the scene or your local community. I give an applause. Bravo, sir, bravo. It's easy to get sucked in. Absolutely. It's real easy to get sucked in and then all of a sudden realize, oh my God, that's right, I have no life. That's why, <laughs> that's why this affects me so much. This affects me so much. And this is just, this is why I don't, I don't make my life fet life because I understand from years of having no life and living on the internet that anyone who lives on the internet uh, usually is either a large fan of or a perpetuator of drama. That's just that's just the majority of people. They either want to sit there and watch other people's fucked up lives and then kind of instigate and throw some you know gaslight a little bit, um, or they're just people that are hypersensitive that want to be self righteous because they feel like shit, and it's obvious they they feel like shit because they have no life. They live on the internet. They aren't out doing things. They aren't exploring their life. They're just, and this is just my experience uh, uh, since 20 years of internet. Um, the people that spend all of their time on the internet, the majority of those, not an absolute, not everyone, but the majority of people are probably a little dissatisfied with their own lives. So it's really easy just to create all the drama and be a part of it outside of themselves oh i agree with you totally and people tend to go around in circles every couple of years it comes back you notice yeah yeah i just uh, it it is it's a lot harder to do and ignore if you are in the community in which the drama is going down sure but if you're reading about it from afar and it's not really affecting you i you know i agree you tend to read what's going on and your whole life just tunnels down to these few events that are talked about and but for every one post that is talked about there are thousands of things that That are having a good positive experience and you know it's like news it's like they they don't put happy stories on the news because no one cares Happy does not sell. Happy does not sell. So they'll throw in one fucking puppy up a tree, you know, uh, you know, fireman comes, saves the day story out of 20 fucking death and mayhem stories. So you have to take FetLife with a grain of salt, just like you have to take Facebook or any other social media site with a grain of salt. That people aren't all shitty, bad, violent predators that are going to kill you and are, you know, racist assholes. That's just the people, that microcosm of human beings tends to gravitate towards fear and the perpetuation of those negative stories because that's what's interesting to them. That's true, and I like that he adds, he's, he's very right to say that it doesn't mean that we're, you should diminish what's happening. You absolutely have to keep tabs on these assholes. You have to make sure constant vigilance has to be your bylaw, but... Um, Really, it does not affect most people that much. If if the only reason you're pulling back from the scene is because of shit you're reading on FetLife, you're pulling back for the wrong reason. You, you I sh- agree. You oh, be, definitely. You should be looking at what's going on in your life, in your community, with your friends, 
you know, having good, honest, trustworthy people pull away from the scene. That hurts. Yeah, that just hurts the scene. That's yeah. the definition of irony. Why would you do that? Don't that we need you there? Not not pulling back and 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 closing your door and not uh, not being part of the good out there. Yeah, I I tend to go to the other place in North Hollywood a lot, and there was some drama <laughs> a few years back. Right? Can I say it? Yeah, you <laughs> absolutely can. Okay, I, I tend to spend a lot of time at the lair. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And a few years back, there was some big drama going over there, and people who weren't even involved were getting, you know, putting messages out and stuff. It's like, I was there one night when a bad scene happened. Guy was doing something, you know, you know, wasn't wrong, but you know, he didn't let anybody know around the area, and his scene was affecting other people's scene. Right. And then the next day, it's all over FetLife, and I'm like. You weren't even there. I was in the room. You weren't wow. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that's that's interesting to point out and, and important to point out. And once again, we'll say it 80 times just for the people because the butthurt people uh, that listen to our show to hate on us, um, they want to hear the negative. We're saying over and over again, we are not diminishing sexual assault consent violations they happen they happen in our community they happen outside of our community that happens but the but something that's really important to understand is there's a lot of shitty information that gets put out because people who weren't involved in the situation want to comment with a level of righteousness so that they draw attention to themselves look at me i'm righteous i would never do that um and then now they're spreading information when there hasn't been any due diligence whatsoever on finding out what actually happened in these situations. Oh, absolutely. Not victim shaming, not rape culturing. There is a difference between bad information and rape culture. And good information is doing your due diligence to get both sides of the story and see what actual witnesses said. Who were people that were there that saw these things? You don't always get that, but if you can get it, that's what... See, we we can't just go and lynch mob, and the internet is a giant lynch mob. It's just looking. It's just constantly looking for people to devour, because that's part of having no life, is when I hate myself... I start therapy tomorrow, by the way. When I hate <laughs> myself, I don't... Do you want I a straight wa- jacket? Uh, huh? Do you need a straight jacket? <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> I know you can build one. <laughs> but it's very it's very important to understand that when I am loving myself and I am caring about myself, for some reason I'm just not that interested in pointing out everyone else's flaws and character defects. When I actually care about myself, I don't have time to be on the internet and be involved in hate and gossip and, and, and character assassination because I actually like myself. But when I'm not feeling good about myself, I want the whole world to know that I'm better than the person that I'm judging so I'll look better. But, but let me be devil's advocate here because... Uh, there are a lot of people who post either actual articles or comments who have good opinions and oh, sure. good ideas that they want to put out there. Uh, and this is a country in which we protect our free speech. Sure. So they can say whatever they want. And I don't I just I I don't want to say either keep the fuck away from FetLife and just don't go in there or 
dive in headfirst and make it your whole life because it's entertaining and, and you get a lot out of it there you go. if Balance. you're reading good stuff if you, you if you can pick and choose and, and say this you know this what i just read was horrible it was just vitriol and it it doesn't help me in any way other than to say i don't ever want to read this person again that other post angered me but it did have some stuff that was uh, very instructive and stuff that i really need to think about uh, so i don't i, I don't buy into 100% what you're saying that the haters out there and the the people on there are only looking for drama or to create drama. No, but I'm talking well just by saying the haters, I've categorized people that are haters. I've been a professional hater for I get it, you know, but it's like there's starting sometimes therapy. people look at that um, too and say well, uh, that's not, all there I'm, is out I'm there. I'm not ta- there isn't that's what all there is out there. And what we're trying to say is is that there has to be a balance that a lot of the stuff you're going to hear that are written by haters is not going to be all based in, you know, an honest love for the community. It's going to be based in their hatred for themselves and they're lashing out so they can feel self-righteous and better about themselves. So when you approach a lot of anger and venom, that's where the balance has to come in. What am I reading here? Is there good information here? Is there bad information here? Do I have to label everything bad because there's a percentage of people that are haters? I don't think that's a good way to approach the Internet because you're always going to run into haters. They're, they are a percentage of the Internet. But there is, like Kathy said, there's a lot of good ideas out there. There's a lot of good information. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of honest uh, testimony of abuse and how to survive uh, being a victim and how to address um, predators in the community that are the negative predators that we want out of our community. There is good information in there, but you're just going to have to understand that it's not all going to be flowery. And if you can't just kind of you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, and more to the point from what the poster was saying, it is not indicative of what's happening everywhere in the no. King community. So if you're looking at it thinking, oh my God, the entire King community across America is blowing it's just up. A, yeah. yeah, you're probably very, very wrong. There's, There's a, not a war in every ounce of the country, but exactly. according to our fucking media, the entire planet is on fire and on war. Even in countries where there are wars, sometimes those wars are just in a small part of the country. But we all believe that Every country is at war and everyone is is in fear of, of dying from these wars. And it's kind of the same way on the Internet. It's not. It's not everywhere. And it's like, not every like I was city. Earlier, it does run in cycles. Every couple of years, you'll see it blow up. Well, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. But if you actually go to the places, it's not. Yeah. 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 Well, it was a good post. I I'm, liked I'm it. glad he wrote that because that needed to be said. Don't fucking run away. Don't let the bastards get you down. That dumb fucking son of a fucking (laughs) fucker. Some fucking shit. I don't know what we're putting here. (laughs) I'm off. Wait a minute. Oh, Oh, I got this button. Wait. Okay, ready? Yeah. Ready? I'm covered in butter right now. (laughs) Gonna teach you things to do with your lover. Wanna be a better fuck? We got you covered. Going to the bedroom rodeo. Going to the bedroom. Going to the bedroom. Going to the bedroom rodeo. Yeah, I can hear you a lot clearer there. Did you? It's a Valentine's Day show, Kathy. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. This is bedroom rodeo. This is the bedroom rodeo, and I'm gonna put on my uh, my Fifty Shades of Grey voice. 
Oh, I thought you were going to put on some chaps or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only if we're going to get on that table and double into dildo Can each other. Can we check in with Unger in the chat room before you Unger? get into that? Yeah. yeah. Yes, what, Unger. What do do? Yes. What's going on in the chat room and now Discord? Yeah, because I'm doing <laughs> two chats at once now. Wow. Um, we need to start paying Unger. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to up this next week. It's going to be crazy. Uh, let's hear. <laughs> actually, we're talking about musicals. Oh. And how 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 A Clockwork Orange is not a musical, but it has a good score. It does. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, it has some good music. Okay, disturbing little movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we we're talking about singing in the rain because it's raining outside for those of us. As, apparently, everybody who's in SoCal who's in the chat is saying it is. Wow. There's rain. Yes, <laughs> we're stuck in. We never leave. We do not so leave. Started, we have no windows. Yeah, they Just started, started all going singing yeah. in the rain, and then I'm like. I, Whenever I hear it, I go immediately Clockwork Orange and not actually oh, singing in the rain. Right. Because I grew up watching horror movies. Of course you did. That Unger. explains that a lot makes of you my stuff that I do here. Yes. Um, <laughs> Cell popping in the rain? No, no, no. <laughs> Leonard is in the rain. <laughs> Leonard? Lizard's in the rain? Leonard. You forgot. I don't. I don't. Yeah. We'll leave it at you forgot. Everybody else will know. <laughs> Leonard. Isn't that the... what? Did you name it or did someone else someone name else it? Named someone it. else named that piece of skin that he ate, right? Oh, oh yeah. Leonard in the rain. That's right. Yeah. The one you ate. That's yeah. great. Another reflection. I didn't forget. Believe me, I can't forget. I wish I could. Can I go into my Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey voice yeah, now? Please. Sorry, what? Oh, okay. Because Unger has to help me on there's this. A, there's a voice? This. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet sexuality, love, fear, and every powerful emotion that can be conjured. <laughs> will be trapped within the wax that pours from the top's candle and ladle. <laughs> <sighs> Romance. The bottom relinquishes their power to the wielder of the wax. The top accepts the surrender and recycles that power back through every drop that hits their flesh. <sighs> Valentine's Romance. Oh, Wax play is a form of bondage, but more than just physical. It is a mental bondage where the bottom becomes encased and protected within the top's care and energy, 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 and romance. I don't know what's worse. You are creepy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Stop it! <laughs> romance and <laughs> butter. <laughs> So, so uh, bedroom rodeo. We're gonna How much you want to bet he actually was covered in butter? Why do you got to go? I don't need that. Why you got to go bad? <laughs> why you just got to go I bad? If I head, have to thanks. have Leonard in my head, you then. You just have to go dark. No, we're going to talk about, because um, when we talk about bedroom rodeo, the idea of bedroom rodeo is bedroom rodeo is supposed to be about kind of like more non-kinky sex. Right. Um, but a great segue for a lot of people in non-kinky relationships that maybe want to dabble a little bit into kink, one of the first things that they want to try is wax play. Because wax play, in theory, is is not an edge play. In theory, not in Yet. actuality. In it, actuality, it, it is. is an edge play for very many reasons. Unger's head is about to come yes. up. He was nodding <laughs> <Yeah>. so hard. <laughs> it can be an edge play. But it is an incredibly, when done correctly, um, sensual. It, it can be. It's an incredibly with sensual. Candles. It yes, with the we'll talk about the wax. What in a is minute. it that make? Oh, what you had? What we're still well, we're still just talking about the amazingness of putting hot wax on someone. When you put hot wax on the flash, uh, on the flash, uh, whew, <laughs> there's my penis. <laughs> Burn it. Um, 
when you put hot wax on the flesh, if it's at the right temperature, it's like a hot shower. It's very seductive. The The colorful uh, wax looks very pretty. It gives you that very kind of romantic, gothic, you know, dripping look, you know, the stalactite looking thing. It looks very sexy. You can make little patterns for it. And it really does lend itself to a very seductive and sensual environment. And we want you to have that experience. There's a few things to know about wax play that when you see it in the movies and they grab, you know, they're like making out at the dinner table and then and then she just grabs a dinner candle off the dinner, you know, off the table and then just starts, you know, dripping it on his chest and he's like, ah, oh, oh yeah, that feels so good, baby. Well, that isn't necessarily reality because that dinner candle has a melting temperature of 140 degrees. So reality would include a trip to the ER. Yeah, exactly. Uh, could, could include. Some people can handle it. Very few people can handle it. But for most people, that is too hot to handle. And so what Unger and I will uh, eloquently hopefully do um, is give some of the facts of how to do a wax play scene with your partner uh, maybe even surprise them uh, in a couple days on Valentine's with it, but to do it in a way that actually has the desired result of sensuality, romance, and then hopefully fucking like bunnies. Uh, the type of wax, as Joe alluded to, is the most important. When you first come into the lifestyle, people are like paraffin. Use paraffin wax, which is um, which is a half-truth uh, that unfortunately gets shared all the time because that's what they said to me. Oh, paraffin wax is the safe wax. Well, guess what? There's eight different types of paraffin that all have different melting temperatures. Those dinner candles that burn at 140 degrees, those are also paraffin. The idea of the higher melting temperature is so that the candle stays hard in the heat. If you had a dinner candle on your table and it was 80 degrees outside and that was the lighter wax, it would just flop over. So the higher melting temperature wax are more dense, which means they're hotter. So when you drip them, they're obviously going to be hotter. The types of wax that you use in wax play is either the spa wax, which is called P120, which is paraffin 120, which means that the melting temperature is 120 degrees, or they call it spa wax. Like, Kathy, have you ever been to a spa where they have that little bath? And then no, you but dip, I've seen yeah, you stuff, dip yeah. your hands in it or your feet, and then it makes like a little cover, and then you wrap it in plastic, and you know, and then your hands come out real soft. That is the best type of wax to start with when you do your wax plane. You can get spa wax on eBay, Amazon. There's certain beauty stores that sell uh, blocks of you know pound or two of paraffin wax, and then the other thing is is how do you heat that? The best way, of course, would be a paraffin bath because you have a temperature gauge on a paraffin bath that you can set. You can melt it and then set it on low. It takes about an hour and a half, two hours, and then just leave it there until your partner gets home and then use it. Uh, some people use the those Jesus glass candles. Mm-hmm. Um, those are real common. That is the correct wax inside. The problem with that is, is if you leave that lit and you notice how like after an hour or so, there's like an inch and a half of melted wax under that big flame. Well, if the flame's next to the wax for a long time, it's going to heat well past the 120 degrees, and you can burn someone. 
So whatever wax you use, you need to be able to maintain the temperature and tell what the temperature is. So you can get a little um, uh, oven thermometer and and put it in there. Uh, they have candle thermometers that, that will work. And you want to make sure that you're around the 115 uh, 120 degree range before you put that on someone. Some people will take the Jesus candles with a little paintbrush and that cools it down a little bit and then they hold it up for a couple seconds and that cools or they wave it a little bit um, and then use that and that's fine. Um, some people use a crock pot because they don't have a paraffin bath but also you have to understand you have to be able to tell what the temperature is. Some people put the Jesus candles in boiling water and that's how they melt the candles. Boiling. Unger, what is it? 212, 210? 212. 212. 212. 212 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius for you. 100. 100. <laughs> is it half? I don't know that. Is it half? That's why it's 100. It's the point that 100 was set at the point water boils. Okay. While Fahrenheit was set basically how we feel temperatures, with zero being like a normal low tolerance. So it's just that, that kind of touchy-feely Westerner bullshit that created Fahrenheit? Kind of. Because we're just hippies. What do you guys use? I feel hot. I use both. I use I use the um I use the, the actually Kelvin. Huh? There you go. Oh, rank, she was talking. She was talking about wax, not the oh. temperature. Um, <laughs> both. So whatever you're going to use, make sure that you have your temperature under control, and then you can use it. And of course, when you're going to use any wax whatsoever, wax gets everywhere. Oh yeah. Everywhere. 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 Wax, Wax gets, gets everywhere. everywhere. Motherfucking everywhere. Yes, that's the little <laughs> song. That I've I, seen Unger just fucking tarp down a whole room and it still gets everywhere, right? It will get everywhere. That's why you tarp down the whole room. Yeah, it you still tarp, gets everywhere. If you, but it gets all over the tarp, so you can sweep, sweep, pull up the yeah, tarp yeah. and walk away with it. Huh. Yeah, but it always gets under the tarp. Wax <laughs> yeah, gets anywhere. I mean, I have go a whole... crazy with tarp. Yeah, I have a whole <laughs> ritual where I put down the tarp. Um, I bring the person onto the tarp. We take their shoes off. We put them outside of the tarp uh, and their socks and all the shoes and socks stay off the tarp. And then we do the wax play. And then before we get off the tarp, we brush our feet onto the tarp and then put it's a if, whole routine. If you have carpet, I mean, if you have a heated garage, if you have a climate controlled garage with, you know, your cement floor. Um, do your wax play there, or if you have a gazebo in the backyard or something like that, and it's you know decent temperature, you can. If not, you need to make really sure because wax will get in everything, and it's really hard to get out of carpet and materials and things like that. I seen um, it uh, at a munch one time where somebody was doing a demo. Yeah, they were doing it in their front room. They had the the table. They had the plastic all around. When they were done, though. Because they were walking where it dripped, it yep. just ground it right it into the carpet. It just ground it oh. right, yes, yes. Dumb. So Who was teaching that class? <laughs> well, no, they had the plastic down. Sure. Still. And that's yeah. if you're going to do like a but full... But it was on their feet. If you're going to do the full coverage, if you're just going to do a little bit of dripping on the chest or the back, um, then you're not going to have to tarp the whole room. You can keep it very in. But if you're going to do, like I do full body, like neck to toes, cover them completely... Um, then you're going to be dealing with a lot more wax and a lot more splatter. You garage is a good place to do this. A garage, they? yes. If you if you have a, a heater or climate because it's winter now, but you know, depending on your garage, if it's climate controlled, a garage is a good place to do it. But you can still track wax inside. Um, cool. Some of the other things uh, to remember: um, two types of wax play. Um, you're either doing kind of edgy, abrasive wax play. That's where you do not put oil on the skin first. 
and then it soaks into the pores and you have to scrape it off with knives and it's really hard to get off and it can be abrasive and it's more of a pain type of play. Straight razor. Um, or straight Whoa, razor. Oh, that's hardcore, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> or it works better. That's what I use. Gotta, it works better. Or yeah, got to be really sharp, though. Yeah. Oh if you God. want the more sensual experience, which is what I do mostly, um, you put a very light layer of massage oil, which is nice anyway because you're giving them a little massage. Because you're a lover. And then I am. I'm a lover. It is true. <laughs> no straight razor for you. No straight razor for me. I use a dull, <laughs> a dull knife. knife. <laughs> I use a dull knife. Um, but yeah, if you put a little bit of oil on, you give them a little massage first, and that way the wax doesn't adhere to the skin. And literally, when you do full body, you can literally peel off the entire body. Like a reptile. Like a reptile. And, and you just. You can make that a whole scene, too, where you're pouring hot oil over them. Sure, you know? sure, sure. You know, so that becomes right. its own scene in itself. Absolutely. Wow. So th- these are some of the tips. There's a million, uh, there's a lot of videos out there, a lot of information on there. Um, some other things to. Uh, Remember, let's see what I got here. I got temperature. Unger, what I forget? Um, adding things to the wax or candles that have bits of metal in them. Oh, Jesus Wow. <laughs> that's... Stay away from beeswax. Okay, that's right. Other types of wax. Um, beeswax. Beeswax burns at about 135. Soy wax. Soy wax is actually fine to work because that melts at 115. On the temp- I've, seen, I've had some issues with some people. With soy wax. With soy. In the can? I don't think it was in the can. I think it was pressed. Okay. Or something where it was hotter. It was, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that that could also just Did be... Did it have color? The color really doesn't... A lot of people say that the yeah. color... You would have to put a lot of color. I put a lot of candle colors because I make my own candles. On the type too, so. Yeah, it can raise the temperature, but not really that significantly. Soy wax is messy and goopy. It's a whole different type yeah. of wax. It's really exciting, but it's super, super messy. Yeah. Um, that's why soy candles, real soy candles, um, uh, come in tins. So that way, um, because they won't hold yeah. their shape. Which is also uh, cool because it's organic. You can actually pour it inside of someone's, like their vagina or asshole, if you uh, so choose to Just do that. please be careful as you were yes. hearing Boogie uh, yeah. talk about pouring hot wax in someone's anus. That could be great. Send us a video <laughs> no, of that. No, please don't. Um, okay, that's good. I got that. A uh, candle temperature different. If you want to use some of the other beeswax and things like that, put down a level of the spa wax first. And then whatever you pour on top of it, you're not going to be making direct contact. Oh, when you do pour the first time before you pour on anyone, pour some on your arm first so you can know what the temperature is for you. It doesn't mean that their skin's going to be more sensitive or less sensitive. It just means that that's a good place to start. If you're going to drip it from a candle, if you're going to make a candle or pour it from a ladle, the higher that you go from, the temperature will cool as it hits the air and drips down. So if it's a little hot or low, Go a little bit higher. If you're doing someone on their back and you're pouring it on their chest in front, you have to make sure that you're not splattering in their eyes. Mm-hmm. So make sure that they either have little goggles or that you put just a little wet towel over their eyes. It's also very sensitive on the neck. If you're doing it on the back, you don't have to worry that much. If you use the right wax, then it just, if some gets in the hair, uh, it comes right out in the shower. The P120, it, you take a hot shower and it, and it melts out pretty good. But if it works right... And it all, you take all your precautions. Uh, Kathy, have you ever done wax play? I'm not a fan. Not a fan. No. It can be very sen- It can be very sensual, you know, I, with the right person and done the right way. I guess so. You can I'm incorporate just... Hitachis into it. I've actually um, melted, hita- not melted, but um, I've waxed 
a Hitachi oh, nice. in place. Like you get the egg vibrators and you put it on their pussy, or if it's a dude, I guess you can put it on his ass or balls. Uh, and you actually pour wax on top of it, enough wax to where it solidifies, and then it's there. And then you just run the dial every now and again, and you just turn the dial off, and then there's a vibrator kind of waxed uh, onto the top of their clit. It's really exciting. There are so many things you can do with it. But as long as you know your little safety things first, that wax play is a great segue drug to all of the kinky, wonderful things that we do. Take your step up. Cool. So what we quick, do. One quick pro tip, pro tip yes. for wax. Yes. If you can get the at-a-distance infrared thermometers, get one. They're only like 15 bucks right now. You can get them at like Harbor Freight or Amazon. And so that way you can, even though your your wax bath is set to a temperature, you can double check and actually wow. show them. This is the temperature of the wax. This will not burn you. Yeah. Hungry is all fancy. That's good. Well, I do, I do, I've done wax tasters for the last bit for our And events. that's the new jam. And so it's something I've Damn. done to say, hey, this is going to be safe for you. Especially people who have had issues with wax or bad incidents with wax in the past. Oh, so you can prove to them and, and build yeah. some it, trust. Actually, I've had a couple of people who swore off wax, saw their friends try it. Gave it a try, and we're happy and want to do wax again. Wow, that's pretty cool. After years. Nice. It is sexy. It is Now, sexy. that's the Valentine's Day love sexy. And here comes the Valentine's Day fucked up you section. You want to break up, but you oh. don't know what to say. Here's some fucked up ways to leave your lover. <laughs> See, it's <laughs> fucked up ways to leave yeah. your lover. You didn't sound like Paul Simon at all. I did. That was my <laughs> best Paul Simon. Was it? Well, he's like 3,000 years old now. It's his last <laughs> tour. He so was all smooth 50 ways. Yeah, he was so smooth. Well, I didn't like, want to be. This I got to give you Fucking like <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey singing <laughs> Paul Simon. <laughs> Jimmy 50 Durang. ways to leave your lover, <laughs> you fucker. You fucking fuck. All right. Why are we doing this f- fucked up ways you know to why? leave your lover? You know why, why we're doing this, Kathy? Because fuck Valentine's Day. That's I why. I totally agree. I hate Valentine's God Day. God damn it. But if someone were to give me a bouquet of flowers, I'd melt like a fucking, you know, piece <laughs> hey, of paraffin wax on view, a hot day. <laughs> my point of view is if you're not acting loving to your partners and doing creative, fun, wonderful things like wax play and, and whatever throughout the year and you're only waiting to that one day, then you got some other problems in your relationship. Aww. Now, then we want to encourage people to be romantic with their partners. And if some people are into Valentine's Day, that's totally fucking cool. Both of my girls are out of town, so uh, I don't get nothing. But uh, wow. we did we do stuff all year long. So, in honor of the people that hate Valentine's Day, wanted to read some uh, discuss. <laughs> you know, have some <laughs> <Yeah>. discussions <laughs> about uh, some people breaking up. You know, some fucked up, some way. fucked up ways. Uh, so I went online. <laughs> And I said, okay, so, you know, we have to have a balance. People that love Valentine's Day, people that hate it. And uh, and I looked up some things, uh, some cute jokes, some ways people break up. Then I made a couple ideas uh, of my own that you and I can role play. And these are ways to dump people. Go for it, man. On Valentine's Day. Um, right. First thing, you can say to someone, welcome to Dumpsville, population you. Oh, oh that's bad. That's uh-huh. horrible. Uh-huh. The smile on your face <laughs> makes it worse. Uh-huh. Are you waiting for the? Ba-doom-choo. 
I'm all okay. Let's do a role play one. I all wrote right. this one. What am I playing? Okay, um, you're gonna be my boss. Okay. Or no, no, no. You're gonna be my girlfriend's boss, and oh. this is girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever. Um, let's say my girlfriend's name is uh, Rebecca, and she works for me, and she works for you, and I am now calling you. Bring, 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 <laughs> bring, bring. Hello, Kathy with the Sodier in Industries. What do you have a stroke company? <laughs> I have a small stutter. <laughs> a small stutter. Hey, this is uh, Rebecca's boyfriend. You've met me at a few things uh, that I've had to be at. Uh, ah, yes. Your name is Boogie. Yes, I am Boogie, and I just wanted you to know that um, Rebecca is going to be a lot more irritable uh, in the uh, coming future because I'm not going to be around anymore for her to bitch and whine every day. What a piece of shit she thinks you are. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, she, what? She thinks you have a little dick and you're a fucking idiot. Excuse and, me? And she despises every fucking thing about you. And I had to hear about it every day. She said what? But I just dumped her. So now she's probably going to be more irritable because she's not going to have anyone to vent her hatred towards you that she then sucks up and pretends she likes you and all your dumb little fucking baseball card bullshit that you have on your, uh, your like. Okay, great. Good. Take care of yourself. Goodbye. Oh. That's some fucked up shit right there. You wanna break up, <laughs> but you don't know what to say. Here's some fucked up ways to leave your lover. That's so you bad. Can say, <laughs> you can say, uh, roses are red, violets are blue, garbage is dumped, and so are you. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Like that. Leave a brochure for herpes on her kitchen table and then change your cell phone number. <laughs> Joe, I'm so glad that you're here and I'm not the only one who has to listen to this. Oh my God. It <laughs> uh, is so bad. Get their day planner and write on one of the calendar days get dumped. Uh, I thought that was cute. Okay, that's original. Okay, it's, I didn't write that one, but this one, uh, this one I wrote. Okay, this is good. Okay. Okay, this one is a fucked up way to leave your lover. Go in their shower when they're not there and take a super hot shower. Super hot. You know, the one that fogs up all the the mirrors and stuff, right? Get out of the shower and then with your fingers right on the mirror, goodbye, loser asshole, and then leave. Open the window and leave. And when... The, when they go to when it dry, yeah, when it dries out, you can't see anything. But then, when they the next day take a shower, the message will reappear, and uh, right, that's, that's that. Uh, that's, they come out of the shower and oh, yeah, what the hell? Goodbye, loser. That's written. just horrible. Because I learned that because a girlfriend told me that a guy you know wrote "I love you." And then she came the next day and saw mm-hmm. that. It was really and sweet. so you, of course, the fucked up individual you are, reversed it and thought, "Hey." You wanna break up, but you don't know what to say. Get some fucked up ways to leave your love. See, look, you're getting into it. Jimmy Durante. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Durante. All right. uh, My God, there's more. (laughs) Yeah, you can go to her parents and uh, and you can write a letter to your parents and say every time uh, we visit, she makes me pull down my pants and fart on your toothbrush because she wants you to get pink eye on your teeth and she's praying you die soon. So that she can get the inheritance. Bye. Thanks for all the free food, you saggy tit bitch. Wow, that's 50 ways to <laughs> have someone break up with you because you're too much of a coward to do it yourself. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, just, uh, you know, because you know you're going to leave a little drama behind. And that's, uh, uh, and that's uh-huh. what some people 
like Dan, to do. This is this something that you and Unger were supposed to do. Unger, do you have any of these? No, nope. he doesn't. You, both of you. So I have to look like the up. total asshole. Well, that's an easy thing for you I've to had do. A weird couple weeks. Oh. All right, okay. fine. Last one. Okay, one more. Last one. This is, and by the way, these, these we're not really encouraging you to do oh God, these I know that's going to be bad if you're giving this kind of I just uh, No, I'm just saying in general all of the the things. Okay, you ready? All right. Okay, Kathy, want to see a magic trick? Okay, what? Poof, you're single. You uh, want to break up, but you don't know what to say. I'm not even going to say anything for that one. Fucked up ways to leave your lover. Joe and I have nothing to say. <laughs> we literally just looked at each other like, what? <laughs> I liked it. Poof, you're single. <laughs> That's good. I didn't write that. Kathy. Can you what? use it with that, that stuff that you rub and it makes smoke? The little magician's yeah. pinchy finger stuff? Yeah. Poof. Poof. You're single. It'd <laughs> be great. And then run away. I'm the wizard. <laughs> I'm the w- No. You know, not I all like segments it. can be good, but you know what this one is? See that dick, Kathy? It's Yeah, that's the one. You said you had different sizes. How am I going to know? I have different sizes. Let's start with this dick. Okay. We're going to put a flavor. That's quite a dildo there. That is quite a dildo. It's very realistic. I see there's... It's very veiny. It's very... Ve- well, if you look at the veins... I don't think I've ever seen that many veins. It's not that realistic if you see the veins go uh, sideways and up and I down. I know. They crisscross. They kind of crisscross. <laughs> like... All right. Custom veins. So Give there's, me a condom. There's your... All right. Hang on a sec. We have flavors. Oh, God. I don't we, care for the flavors. Just give We me have something. banana. Banana. Give me banana. Do you want, do you want chocolate? I like banana and chocolate. Do you want to put both on and lick both? Well, you're going to give me one more, right? I mean, is this you want it? Mint? I can tell you right now. Do you want mint, banana, or chocolate? Chocolate. Chocolate. Good. I am a chocolate whore. Are you a chocolate whore? Well, you know, it's. Well, then this will not satiate your chocolate desires. No. Would you like me to put the condom on? Hell it's all no. sexy? Would get you like get me your just... hands away from that condom. Now, I want you to see this. This is it. See, when no other girls show flat. up, Kathy gets. It is. Oh, it's oily and disgusting. It's chocolate flavor. Okay, Kathy, now then we're seeing if this is... If this fits in my mouth? Wait. Right. Oh, it smells like chocolate. It does it? Yeah, but it doesn't taste like chocolate. You only put the condom... Uh, halfway. No, put it in your mouth. Let's see how... Uh, okay, uh, that's good. I think I can fit two of these in my mouth. Do you want two of these, Kathy? No, no. Do you want really. to get a double-ended dildo? My in your... question... I was curious about how big does it have to get before it won't fit in my mouth. I'm trying to say... Wait, oh. hang... Oh, okay, hang on. Oh, God. He's going to get the massive one, isn't he? That's great. <laughs> great. No, no, no. I got and now Boogie's running across the other side of the room. Ew, I got just like... Oh, he's got something sh- off the shelf. Oh. Look, it's... it's Dildo on a stick. It is dildo. That's been in somebody, hasn't it? Oh, you it's been in a lot it. of people. No, I'm well, not. Well, I clean that. it. It's been matticided and Has cleaned. It? And yeah, of course. Should I put this disgusting? No, thing why on don't it? you get a new condom? You get a banana. Why don't look, you try it? It looks bat- like a hat. <laughs> it, does, it does look like a little hat. All right, let's try. <laughs> oh, um, my hands are all greek. Let's try a gross. banana on this one. Okay. All right. And I like it because I have it like on the end of a five gallon paint stick. It is. So this is a the humiliation dildo. Why? It, well, it's so you can like fuck someone Smurfs. from like three feet away and be like, I don't even want to be near you, and and then okay, it's like, go a, ahead. All right, so now I'm going to put it in your mouth. Here it comes. Uh-huh. Here uh-huh. it comes. Oh, uh-huh. uh, let's <laughs> take it. 
I'm actually holding a dildo. Oh, You're sucking. Mm. Do you like the banana? Uh, Do you like uh, the flavor? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why is there no one here to take a video of this? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Good. This is the closest I so, I've ever gotten. I could gotten. go bigger than that. Huh? I could definitely go So you're a whore then. I am not. So Holly, uh, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> creative, creative Explorer. Creative Explorer, Hollywood Daddy. I don't know. Scumbag, scumbag. Um, so apparently his dick is so mammoth, it's stretched out your Who little virgin mouth. What? <laughs> Because that's a thick dick. I was simply curious about how big a cock had to be before it couldn't fit in my mouth anymore. That was it. It was idle curiosity. Are there any perverted podcast listeners out there that are endowed (laughs) to the level of tree trunk? Someone, Kathy, would like to experiment (laughs) on your yonker. Someone is going to send us a massive dildo. It's just just send in King Kong dog. Uh, (laughs) King Kong, send us that dildo. And uh, Kathy, you sure you don't want to just hang out with us for a little bit? Well, hold it now. You hold it. It's like a well. If you put the chocolate, oh my god! If you put the chocolate and the banana next to each other, it's like a fudge bomb. Oh, yeah! You got both of them in your mouth, you whore! Oh god, they both fit in my mouth. (laughs) So it would have to be twice the size, right? I would say at least. Now I have my answer. Thank you very much. Now you have your answer. You can take more dick than you ever imagined. I never thought. Creative explorer, you love God, you. Just stretched out that puckering little virgin mouth of hers, and don't give him any ideas. Made it all Crying good. Out loud. That's Mm-mm. it. And that is all our show. Oh wait a minute! What? Oh no no no! We're not done. Not quite done yet. Joe, go this up to that microphone. I like how Kathy's like wiping her mouth. A towel or something that's lube is disgusting. She's just Scott, she's just doing that I just suck dick mouth wipe thing like ah. Uh. I still got a little bit of cum. Right a little cum? A little yeah. banana? What are All you right. doing? I just think that the condom laying over the head like it a hat like is a, a little hat. awkward. <laughs> so okay. I'm take a picture of that. I made a promise the other day. Oh right? my god. That's right. Yes, and no. you sh- you gave me a nice shout out, but I still had to make something for you. No. Look at that. Oh my god. Those are nice. Oh my god. That Joe, is for you. That is so Those are are those beautiful. padded? What are those, Joe? Those are just uh 2-inch cuffs, suede lined. Suede lined 2 Double ringed. Oh. Those are nice. Those Joe, are sturdy this is as so fuck. gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. You are the sweetest man. So. Fucking Joe. Uh, did you see this? That is some nice okay. shit. This is this is for Unger, if you mind passing that over. Uh, Unger! Unger, come over here, Unger. No, he's trying to hide. He pulled the shirt so, uh, over. Go, his head. You go bring it to him. All right. What is that? That is a case so he can put his hooks in. <gasps> you made a hook case for Unger. It's awesome. Wow. Hmm. Oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> now you need more hooks. No, I don't. Joe. No, I don't need more hooks. <laughs> Look at that. It's for the show. <gasps> oh, what are these? Leather handcuffs. Uh, two oh. pair. Two pair. Oh. Wow. And they're on swivels, so the girls can actually still use their hands. <gasps> wow. Wow, he thinks of everything. Oh, this is nice. Well, now, now, now we, we have no choice. Now, but now to, we have to chain and cuff them we through have the to show. Put people in bondage. Drag them around. Where's this is Tiger? Amazing. Unfortunately, Tiger <laughs> is studying hard. Hi, Tiger. Oh, so, man. And this one is a request you had that you didn't realize you gave me a request. Oh, no. <laughs> the hell is this? What is that? A cock? What was your yeah. last message to me today? I'm supposed to remember what I said? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hand sanitizer. Oh, my God. It's a bit. Oh. <gasps> It's a 
Oh, this is Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get perverted podcast listeners. You there are no women here. Of, amongst, I have no women here. Look, it's a <gasps> fucking Kathy. Oh. It's a horse bit. Look at Kathy's drooling. What is that Kathy? called? A cleave gag, huh? huh? Oh, my what? God. Kathy's here. What? You were saying you have no women, but Kathy's here. Do you want to put this on Kathy? That's up no. to you. No. Kathy, do you want to? Look, it's a rubber bit. And it's a it, cleave gag. Is that That's what they're called, right? They, I've, I don't I've know always called it a bit gag, so. And you put it around the face, yeah. and then, oh, my God, and then it stretches their mouth open. Wow, you're going to put is this, that on. Is this what you wore, Kathy, that made Wait. your mouth so gigantically dick-suckable? I hate you right now. This, is this <laughs> what Shut it was? Up. This giant thing it was not. pulling your face back and no, has I rings on the side? I hate you so much right now. We'll put pictures of these on uh, on Perverted Podcast. This is amazing. Joe, this is amazing. This is like Joe, Christmas. Joe, you're just so sweet. Thank you for this. It <laughs> Ladies is and gentlemen. Huh? It is Christmas. It is Christmas. No, it's Valentine's Day. No, Oh, no, hunger. yeah, it's, it is Valentine's Day. I want to take it home and use it right now. Creative Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You are going to be making the magic. <laughs> and that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record. And if you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, especially to Unger and everybody in the chat room. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Joe, for being here, because if Yay not, me. we would have nobody. <laughs> We'd have no guest host. <laughs> Yay, me. Yay. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, roses are red and violets are blue, but without love and funds, PP is through. So visit us, love us, call us, please do. And from all of us here, we love you. Adieu. Oh, that was sweet. That was like a little Valentine's fucking uh, poem you made. Hey, you can do Jimmy Durante things and I can do. (laughs) Take it away, Boogie. Well, I ain't got much to say. (laughs) So apparently... I've ruined life for many people. <laughs> that was show one. Oh my God, one forty-two. Yep. Answer the universe show next week. We're gonna end uh, on a song just to uh, keep that spirit uh, upwards. Here's a song that Fauna, aka Broadway Amy, and I sang a long time ago, called Dominatrix Drum Slap in memory of our good friend Fauna. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Yay! Yay! Oh likes to slap the drum just like she likes to slap the man tied up in her basement with a carrot shoved right up his ass. Businessmen pay for abuse and degradation. She induces dominatrix. They obey just like a dog. Now watch her play. Dominatrix drum snap.
one hit, I'll treat you like a worthless shit. I'm your object of desire. Visa, MasterCard required. Ah, Dominatrix Drumstaff 